When dealing with the law of evidence, we distinguish between direct evidence and circumstantial evidence. And when we refer to direct evidence, we're referring to evidence that will directly prove the facts of the case. So that might show that not only was the accused at the crime scene, but it was the accused who murdered the victim. So, for instance, um, Sue saw Sarah with the uh, gun to the victim's head and saw Sarah fire the gun, right? In that instance, we're dealing with facts that directly prove that Sarah is in fact the murderer of her mother, right? So direct evidence is evidence which clearly shows that it is the accused who in fact committed the crime. Whereas circumstantial evidence is evidence that is not directly proving, it's not directly related to the facts in issue. It doesn't directly show that Sarah um, killed her mother. However, it is possible through the process of logical deductions for a court to examine that evidence and for the court to draw an inference on the basis of that evidence, right? Using the rules of logic. So, for instance, let's say uh, Sue did not see Sarah holding the gun to her mother's head and pulling the trigger. However, there is evidence led in court that the day before Sarah's uh, mother was killed, Sarah took out a million rand life insurance policy against um um, relating to a mother's life, right? In that instance, it creates the, the, the logical impression that Sarah might have had something to do with the murder of her, of her mother. So in that instance, it does, it does not directly show that Sarah murdered her mother because it doesn't show that Sarah was the one who was there, who was the one that used the particular weapon, who was the one that inflicted the particular injuries. It's not directly related to the facts that are in, that are in issue, that is whether or not Sarah killed her mother, but it's, it's, it's evidence that when you look at it and you examine it, you can make certain logical conclusions. A life insurance policy taken out a day before the um, victim was killed, which related to the victim's life, a logical deduction is that the person who took out that life insurance policy may have killed that particular person. Now, when it comes to the amount of uh, probative value, the amount of weight that the court is prepared to attach to direct and circumstantial evidence, you will see that even though circumstantial evidence is regarded as admissible evidence, it does not carry as much weight as direct evidence, which makes perfect sense because the direct evidence directly implicates the accused person in the crime, whereas circumstantial evidence is merely certain inferences, and certain inferences are necessarily going to weigh less than direct evidence that the particular accuser is implicated in the crime. Now, that is not necessarily to say that the only way in which an accused person can be convicted is in the presence of direct evidence and that circumstantial evidence can maybe supplemented, but direct evidence is needed. That's not necessarily the case. So it is possible in certain instances that an accused person can be convicted solely on the basis of circumstantial evidence 
where the circumstantial evidence in totality shows that the accused is guilty of the crime beyond a reasonable doubt. So circumstantial evidence is admissible and it is possible that an accused person can be convicted solely on the basis of circumstantial evidence where that evidence is the only evidence available to the court depending of course on the nature of that evidence and the amount of evidence of circumstantial evidence we are talking about.